Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Writing Cabin with Tara Benner. I'm fantasy author Tara Benner, and this is my cabin. We all need to escape into story from time to time. So come on in, sit down by the fire, pour yourself a nice hot cup of coffee, and let's talk books. Now, before we get started today, I wanted to take a quick second to thank my newest patron, Zira. I'm sure I'm pronouncing your name wrong. If you're listening to this, please leave a comment with the phonetic spelling of your name so I can thank you properly. Um, But all my patrons, thank you so much. Your support not only funds the creation of new short stories, but it tells me that you enjoy my books so much that you want to support them and me directly. If you, dear listener, would like to join our Patreon family, you can do so over at patreon.com forward slash Labs. I create a brand new piece of writing for my patrons every single month. Sometimes that's a short story. Sometimes it's part of a longer novella. Uh, Like for October, I wrote a story that's actually a pre-prequel to Dragon Kingdom from Larkin's point of view. And it tells how he first became a dragon hunter. Um, But you can gain access to my entire library of Patreon-exclusive stories for just $3. In that library, you will find an alternate spicy epilogue from Warrior Witch, along with a bunch of other short stories. Again, that's patreon.com forward slash Tara Benner Labs. This week's featured book is The Witch's Fortune, a Witches of Mountain Shadow prequel novella. In the small town of Mountain Shadow, Fiona and Eleanor have always been the weird Grimes sisters. Fiona never had any intention of moving back home, but when her parents are killed in a fire, she's drawn back to the rambling old house that's been in her family for generations. There she finds an unwelcome guest, the spirit of a 19th century gold prospector who knew her great-great-grandmother, Loretta. He's there for one reason and one reason alone, to keep Fiona from leaving Mountain Shadow. When Fiona enlists the help of her psychic friend Jinx, she learns more than she bargained for. With the draw of a card, she finds herself questioning not just her own life's purpose, but the greater destiny of her entire family. Now, if you missed the last few episodes of the podcast, you should go back and listen because I record the entire Witch's Fortune novella. Um, it's three episodes for all the chapters. And I'm also going to be uploading the complete version on YouTube in the next week or so. The Witch's Fortune actually takes place chronologically before Ether Witch, but I actually think it's more fun to read the prequels after you've gotten to know the characters a little bit. So Make sure you go check that out, or of course you can pick up the ebook if you prefer to read with your eyes, but that's The Witch's Fortune. Now it's time for my little life update that I do each and every week, and I don't actually have a lot to tell you because um, for the last three weeks, my family and I have been just trying to kind of claw our way back to normalcy um, <laughs> because I was out of town and my husband came down with COVID and I was testing negative forever for like five, six days. And then I finally came down with COVID and my 14 month old, like he was just kind of cruising along, acting normal. Um, he tested negative 
we tested him after he had a fever one day. I was kind of sleeping a lot. We tested negative. And then finally, as the two of us are getting over it, he tests positive and he luckily didn't get it very bad. I didn't get it that bad either. My husband definitely got the brunt of the COVID. Um, <laughs> but we were all just kind of sick and tired and um, kind of got behind in life. You know how that is when you're when you're sick or things are kind of in turmoil in your household and then it's been a month and nobody's cleaned the bathroom and <laughs> there's dishes everywhere. And um, yeah, so it's just been us trying to get healthy and stay rested and get things back on track. It didn't help that I have, uh, well, I don't want to spoil it. I'll wait till I get to the writing update. But the good news was that I had recorded The Witch's Fortune before I left for my trip. And so I happened to have all these chapters banked, which was great because I definitely didn't feel like recording when I was sick, uh, but I didn't want to miss a week of the podcast. And so that's why those episodes actually rolled out more slowly than I planned because I wanted to have an episode each Friday for you. So that's about it for my writing update. Let's move on to the good stuff, my writing updates. Uh, this is actually a huge, huge week because if you're listening to the podcast on the Friday it comes out, that means that today is the launch of the Elven Blade, Dragon Kingdom book one. If you're a longtime listener of the podcast, you've been hearing me talk about this book forever because <laughs> I think I started writing it in June or something. And it's, it's, I mean, that doesn't sound like a really long time from June to October, but for me, that's a long time. Um, and part of it was because it was a longer book than any book I've written. Um, it's a new genre, it's high fantasy. And so there's all this world building that goes into it. And that kind of takes a long time and a lot of brain power. And uh, I did a lot of revising on this book to make it just the best that it could possibly be. And so to finally be sending it out to readers is just like so exciting for me. Um, I cannot even tell you. And I'm, I'm really proud of this book. It's it's just a fun book. Like that's the best way I can describe it. Like it, you know, I, I think that all my books are fun, but my dystopian stuff, it's kind of dark. Even Witch's Mountain Shadow, it's kind of like dark and scary. Um, but this book is like sword fighting and elves and dragons. And I mean, there's suspense and there's lots of action, but it's just, I kind of think of it as like, if the princess bride and the hobbit and pirates of the Caribbean had a baby, this would be kind of the feel of the book. And so, um, I am launching it directly from my website right now. And so that's the only place you can get it. Tarabetter.com, the bookshop there. Um, the ebook is available. I have, I technically, I say that the paperback is a pre-order, but that's only because I haven't gotten the proof copy in my hands until hopefully today it arrives. Um, and then I can make it available for sale and start getting those paperbacks out to people. So the paperback, if you buy it from my site, it will be out very quickly and it's a dollar cheaper if you buy it from me right now. Um, <laughs> and there's a lot of reasons that I'm launching direct from my site. I've talked about this a little bit before. Um, obviously I get to keep a bigger portion of the royalties when people buy directly from me. Um, since this is a new genre, I didn't actually want all of my readers flocking to Amazon to buy it because 
I, as a writer, I have not been able to focus on one genre. So I have readers who came to me from my dystopian stuff, who normally read dystopian post-apocalyptic. I have sci-fi readers. I have paranormal readers. And all those different people buying the book from Amazon confuses the heck out of Amazon's algorithms. And so (laughs) I thought if I could funnel as many of my readers as possible to my site, then, you know, once I do launch it on Amazon, I can run targeted ads to get people who normally read that genre to buy the book and tell Amazon like, oh, this is the kind of book it is. Um, But the other reason I wanted to launch it from my site was because I have this cool extra that I wanted to give people and it's it's really hard to do if I was just going to launch it from Amazon because I don't I don't have a way to contact those readers. And so I this is the first time I've ever done this by the way. I commissioned a hand-drawn map to be in the front of the book. And so it's in the ebook, it's in the paperback and it's this I mean awesome, really cool done with pen and paper map um, by this artist, um, Heim, and he's in the Netherlands, which is kind of perfect for like Lord of the Rings style maps. And uh, it's, it's gorgeous. I'm totally obsessed with it. And I wanted to give it away to my readers. And so um, I, if you buy it from my website in the first week that the book is available for sale, I will send you a high res Um, digital download of the map it's on parchment it's like cool looking you can zoom in and see the details of all the little villages and stuff Um, so you definitely you definitely want that map because I link to a larger version on my site in the book but it's just not it's just not the same thing as having it you know on your computer you can zoom in and see it and it's just really cool so definitely head over to tarabenner.com buy the book. It'll be delivered um, to your inbox immediately. You can put it on all your devices. I don't care. Uh, I'm just excited to get it in readers' hands. So that's the main thing I've had going on this week. Um, It's kind of a big deal in my world and, and it's just, it feels good. It feels good to have this book out in the world. Um, In other news, I am also getting The Silver Flame Dragon ready for publication. That is the prequel novella to the series. And I decided that that book is going to be a newsletter exclusive. And so if you aren't already on my newsletter, go to my website, sign up. It's like the sign up box like smacks you in the face. You can't miss it on my homepage. Um, Sign up there and you will receive that novella as a gift just for being on my reader newsletter. And if you're kind of on the fence about trying the new series, I think, I think the novella will convince you. And, uh, yeah, so this week I've been putting together a design brief for the cover and doing my final read through of it to make sure everything's perfect. The novel, or excuse me, the novella, it's really just another entry point into this series, this world I've created. And this week, I've really been thinking about my story worlds and how I can kind of expand those, especially with Mountain Shadow and the Kingdom of Teardor, which is where Dragon Kingdom takes place. Because with my dystopian stuff, you know, any kind, any kind of dystopian series, there's like a big world problem. And once that world problem is kind of resolved, or everybody self-destructs, one of the two, there's really 
there's not a whole lot that you can do with that world from that point because the whole goal is getting that world back to normal. You're not kind of existing in that same static alternate universe that you were in the main series. But with fantasy, it's like that world remains intact and there's always going to be new bad guys and new supernaturals who come in and create havoc. And so there's a lot that can be done kind of in those worlds. And Mountain Shadow especially, I'm like, I'm really excited to write more in. I still have the spinoff series planned, which is like a second generation series. And I'm thinking about doing some more Pierce Brothers novellas. So like Blood Ties um, is written from Gabriel and Wesley's perspectives. And I want to do more of those, like kind of little short supernatural murder mysteries with the brothers. And so I've just been kind of thinking about that and how I want to incorporate that into my business and creative ways to release it to readers. And so, yeah, that's been exciting for me. Um, There's a lot that I want to write, which is typical for me in the fall. For whatever reason, when it's starting to get chilly and kind of spooky, I always have all these creative ideas for things I want to write. And so that's kind of what I've been dealing with this week. But that's about it for my writing update. Now it's time for what am I reading this week? And this week I am reading Alpha's Moon by Lee Savino. It is a very, very spicy werewolf romance. And I've been reading a lot of werewolf books lately, and I happened to meet Lee at Nink, the author conference that I went to, and I heard her speak on some podcasts. And I really, she's kind of like a, a, a faraway author role model of mine. And so now I'm reading some of her fiction, really enjoying it. Um, it's she's just she's just a fantastic writer. And as far as what I'm listening to, I'm actually re-listening to Cry Wolf by Patricia Briggs. Um, When I was sick, I was having some trouble sleeping, like I was just really wakeful. And so I was kind of craving like a comfort read or comfort listen. And so I am re-listening to those audiobooks. Um, But yeah, that's about all I have for you this week. But before we go, let's check the mailbox. And this week we have a comment in my secret reader group on Facebook, Tara Benner's Reader Revolution. This comment is from Stephen, who shall rename fairly anonymous since it's not a public comment. This was on a post about the Elven Blade. Stephen received an advanced review copy and he writes, started reading, maybe one of your best. (laughs) It was such a short comment, but I wanted to share this one because this comment stuck with me all week as I was gearing up for the launch. Um, you know, I have like 25 books at this point. I'm not a new author, but I still get a little nervous anytime I launch a new series. And this little comment kind of helped keep me going whenever those new release nerves started to get to me. So thank you, Steven. I really (laughs) appreciate it. If you have any questions or comments that you'd like for me to read on the show, you can send them to terabanner at gmail.com or you can post them on any of my social media channels. I am at author terabanner on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. I am terabanner author on YouTube. Please make sure you subscribe to my channel. I'm very close to a thousand um, followers on YouTube. So, and of course, you can post them in our secret reader group. 
on Facebook as well. That's all I have for you this week, but feel free to stay in my cabin for as long as you like. We can drink all the coffee, you can crack open a good book, hopefully one of mine, and have a wonderful weekend.